if you can just release your grip a little bit at a time, you'll see the world completely open up to you. Because that is, those gifts were given to you because you're the exact person to really bring them to life and bring them out in the world. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that empowers professional women to rise. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and in this show, I take you undercover into the stories and lessons that I learned, sometimes the hard way, throughout my career. I also talk with working women, leaders, and coaches to show you that no matter what your struggle is and no matter what your career goals are, you already have all the talent that you need to succeed. If you listened to episode one, way back at the beginning when I launched this show, you know that I was quite shy when I started my career. I was very shy and I had a really hard time speaking my mind. And not just speaking my mind, I had a really hard time speaking. And that was kind of my inspiration for the name of the show, The Art of Speaking Up, because I think for so many of us, wherever we fall on the spectrum of self-confidence, I think speaking up can be hard, especially in a professional setting. And I wanted to inspire as many women as possible to speak up. And I wanted us to all see and recognize the power in speaking up and the power in believing in ourselves and our ideas and our voices. And one thing that's been really important for me to do in this show is to speak to all different kinds of women, because there's lots of women's empowerment stuff out there that's like, oh, fake it till you make it and like, you know, take up space, blah, 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 like all this stuff. And that's great. I love it. I love it so much. And also, I think that it's important for us to have career tools and empowerment out there that speaks to women that are in the place that I was when I was a little bit younger, where I was very afraid to use my voice. And I would hear things like fake it till you make it. And I would hear some of these, you know, pieces of advice and, and think like, well, but I'm not ready for that. You know, I'm really shy and, and no one's talking about these things that are really hard for me. And it's important for me to share that with you. I think that if we want more women at the top and if we want to, you know, get to a professional world that's much more balanced in terms of gender and hopefully in terms of other things, too, we need to be providing support for all women. And that's why it's been really important for me in this show to unpack topics like struggling with self-confidence and struggling to believe in ourselves and questioning ourselves and battling shyness because I know what all of those things are like. And I want to normalize those experiences and show as many people as possible that that experience right now has very little to do with the future. And I don't want any single person out there thinking that because they're shy or because they have a particular struggle or because their confidence isn't where they want it to be, I don't want a single person out there thinking that that's going to stand between them and the thing that they want for their careers. And so today's episode is all about coming out of your shell when you are feeling a little bit stuck and a little bit shy. This week's guest, Lainey Crawford, is an empowerment coach, and she works with women to help them find and liberate their voices and really connect with who they are and not be afraid to share that with the world. I know what it's like 
to be very disconnected from who I was and to lock all of that stuff up inside and never want to talk. And when I did talk to make sure, like check it over a hundred times and make sure that the thing that I was saying was absolutely perfect. (laughs) And I was so disconnected from what I actually wanted to say. And I was so disconnected from just being me. And Lainey helps women who are experiencing that disconnection. She helps them get closer to who they are so that they can express that in the world. And if you're listening to this, I want all of my listeners to connect with who they are and express that, of course, in the world and in their lives, but especially for this particular show, in their careers, because that's the thing that's going to get you ahead. So in this episode, I asked Lainey all about the work that she does with women who are kind of struggling to come out of their shells and are a little bit stuck in chameleon mode, just trying to blend in and not be seen, how she works with them to grow their confidence and and cultivate their sense of self and really help them be themselves and bring everything they have to all of the people around them. This was such a fun conversation and it really took me back to some times in my career where my self-confidence was really low and I think that's okay. The main thing that I want you to take away from this is that there's no prerequisite for your starting point. Your end point can be whatever you want Don't discount your endpoint and don't sell yourself short just because your starting point isn't where you think it's supposed to be. There's so many people out there who are so successful and charismatic and they've made it and we forget that everyone has struggled. And so if you're struggling in any way, feeling okay with yourself or feeling confident, it's really important for me to tell you that it means nothing. It literally means nothing about what you're capable of doing. And if you're feeling shy and if you're having troubles just connecting with who you are, I hope that this conversation with Lainey helps you out and I hope that it helps you see that you're not alone, that there are so many women that feel disconnected from who they are and afraid to share it with the world, and most importantly, that that is not a permanent state of being and that over time you can come out of your shell and share everything that you have. You can share all of it with the world and it will actually enhance and propel your career forward. That is my hope. And with that, I'm going to get into my conversation with Lainey. Sorry for the long intro. I'm super passionate about this topic, as you can probably tell. But now it's time for the interview. I hope you enjoy it and I'll see you at the end. Tell us about you and the work that you do. So the essence of what I do is that I'm a voice liberator. So that means that I really help women connect with their inner voice and bring it out into the world powerfully and authentically in a way that really feels true to them. So a more conventional term for this, I guess, is that I'm a coach. Um, And I really guide women within themselves to see what's really true and to learn to trust their intuition and that inner guidance system that can bring them to the fullest expression of who they are, of the gifts that they have to offer the world and um, really claiming the power of their voice. One thing that I'm really curious about is what it looks like when women come to you and they're not they're not at that point where they're using their voice in the way they want to how could that how does that show up for different women 
it looks a lot like confusion, not really knowing who they are. It looks like perfectionism or feeling like an imposter, like they're being a fraud or many times it looks like being unsure and questioning themselves and, and doubting what they have to offer. Yeah, it, it shows up in many different ways, but it, it looks like being really nice and people pleasing and not fully being present in who they are and what they stand for and what they believe. Being a chameleon of sorts and trying to fit inside of a box rather than letting their authentic truth shine through and their uniqueness. The word chameleon is so fitting. I, that actually is something that I really relate to. I'm sure a lot of the work you do is sometimes for women in their personal lives, but every single thing that you're saying applies so much to a work setting and a work environment. I'm curious about the process that you go through to get to the root of it and some of the discoveries that are made that might help people who are also struggling with this same thing to start to think about why is this happening and how can I unpack it and how can I kind of get to the bottom of what's going on here? So it really begins with a deep dive into exploring who they really are, what they believe and what they stand for what their values are and their priorities. And so it's really peeling away those layers of what they think they're supposed to be and truly finding the core of who they really are. And so it's, it's asking questions that sometimes we avoid, things that we're afraid to look at, getting really real with yourself and, and saying, but who am I really? What's true to me? So it begins with that exploration, and then it continues with strengthening your connection to your inner power and tuning into the voice of your soul. Intuition. It's your intuition, your internal guidance system, coming back to that again and again, even when you're pulled away by all these external uh, beliefs and you know what other people are thinking and what am I supposed to do in this situation? It's more coming back to your intuition in the moment and trusting the guidance that's coming through. And so through that expansion, you know, you start to gain confidence and recognize your true value and that it's innate. You don't have to do anything or be any one particular thing to have this value, this gift to offer the world. And so seeing that, you're able to move into the expression of that and sharing who you really are and the gifts that you bring to the table. And that is such a beautiful, beautiful thing to witness. And yeah, it can be messy at first. It can come with a lot of uncertainty, but it's stepping into the unknown and trusting what comes through that will you know, liberate you to really be who you are. I love that so much. And I relate to that so strongly because for me, it was really when I stopped trying so hard and when I removed the multiple layers and multiple filters that I didn't even realize were there that I felt like I finally 
found my voice. I know for me it was a process and it took some time to even see the situation and really understand all of the dynamics that were at play both around me and internally in my mind. And there was definitely a period of time where I was very, very disconnected from what you're talking about, which is my intuition and the thing inside me that I know is true because there were all of these layers there. So for someone who is maybe in a similar situation where they're at the very beginning of this journey, how do you step back and start to give yourself space to see what's going on? Like, how do you pause for a minute? Mm, I love this question. It all begins with creating the space for your voice to emerge. So it's beginning with silence and allowing that to permeate all of the noise of the thinking mind, just really coming to that stillness. And so, yeah, you have to create space for that and time for yourself to go inward and to reflect. And um, what has really worked for me and many of my clients is creative expression. So whether that be writing or painting or singing or dancing, that is creating the space for your true voice to emerge, like letting go and just allowing yourself to fully express whatever is coming through in the moment and, and doing it without judging yourself. It's this release and surrender and just liberation. And it's in a safe environment because you're, you're just create, you're being creative and playful and it doesn't require, um, you know, sharing it with another person to begin with. You're really doing this for yourself and going inward and finding what is there, what, what, what is hiding underneath all of this uncertainty. So creating the space for your voice to emerge is crucial and huge and a beautiful experience in itself. If you're so busy, busy, busy doing, 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 you forget what it's like to simply be. And it begins with coming back home to that. Yes. And I can vouch that that's true and that that works because I received similar advice when I was in my 20s trying to figure some of this stuff out. And my first thought was, it can't be that simple. The thing you're telling me to do is so easy. And the problem that I'm having is so hard and big. And you're saying all I have to do is stop for a minute and find a way to express myself. But it really can help you start to shift. And it might not happen instantaneously, but it can kick off a process that will lead you to another step and another step and another step. So it's really worth trying. I'd be curious to hear how you see evolution and transformation happening as you're working with people and what this can look like as they start this process. Yeah, it's like a deep remembering, like coming home to yourself, to who we were before you know, the layers of conditioning and programming and, you know, just wanting so badly to belong that will shape and form to be whatever we need to be in order to be loved. 
uh, you think about children and how playful they are. They just sing at the top of their lungs and dance around and make up stories. And it's all beautiful. It's just open and playful. And we, we can forget that along the way. So as this process is beginning, it's like they remember all these pieces of themselves that had fallen aside along the way, you know, even just writing can remind them, oh yeah, I used to want to be a children's author, like children's book author, or, oh, I used to love to swing on my swing set and sing at the top of my lungs. And coming back to that allows all of your self-judgment to kind of fall away. I see a lot of that simple joy coming back, learning to express that more little by little, you know, it takes practice, but it's that one step at a time, like you were saying, listening to that inner guidance, taking a step, listening for the next step and taking it. It's a process, but it doesn't have to be complicated like our minds want it to be. I completely agree. And the piece that you said about going back to being childlike and this time in our lives where we would just do things and not overthink it. One thing that I've done in my personal evolution is look around at how the men in my work environment are speaking and acting. And one of the things that I realized is things are more fun for a lot of them than they are for me. And there is a lot more of them just playing and existing and trying things and taking risks and being bold. And there's this, they're not, they don't have that extra layer of thinking sometimes that I have around things. And I don't know, it's, it's really fascinating to me how some of these ideas are so universal because everything you're saying is so true. And then I look at these work environments and I think about, women in some of these more challenging environments or women who are the way I was, where they're shy and they're having trouble speaking their minds. And all of these things are true. You just have to take a step back and see the dynamic that's going on and understand what's happening there psychologically and how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. I think it's important to highlight that when we see this in men, this ability to be playful and, and take things less seriously and, you know, just be really confident in, in who they are, couple things. As women, that inner confidence and power can look so different externally. And so if we're looking to that example of, you know, masculine leadership, it can be hard to see ourselves in that place and to to align with that and this is where it becomes so important to go within and recognize that um, that inner authority is expressed differently a lot of times in women um, i think that power comes from a magnetic presence it doesn't have to be loud and really forward and direct and abrasive, it, it can be very gentle and calm and centered. And yeah, like I said, magnetic. So rather than having to go out and be loud enough to go get people and pull them in and make yourself be heard, 
that feminine presence is more about being really centered in your energy and who you are and drawing people into you from that place. And the other thing that I thought uh, is worth mentioning is that as much as someone may seem confident and powerful, we are all human beings. And no matter what we see on the outside, there's always this internal environment happening. And so it's really dangerous to compare our internal world with someone else's external appearance. So remember that they also have that inner world and there's all kinds of things going on. So what has been so helpful for me and many other women is really remembering that we're all human beings and we are all so unique, but we're so much the same. Yeah. CEOs get nervous. I think about this all the time. Does Barack Obama get nervous? Of course he does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How could he not? (laughs) It's universal. And I think, well, another thing that was very helpful for me in getting more comfortable speaking up was humanizing the people around me and realizing that this categorization I was doing in my head of you're more senior, you're more experienced, you're more this, you're more that. All of that was just noise and it was just distracting me from doing exactly what you said, which was hearing what, I don't know what it is. I think you call it like your gut or your instinct, but just hearing that because that's, that's all women need to do their job successfully, in my opinion. Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Going inward, listening to that inner voice, that inner authority and trusting it. That's that's the other piece, trusting it. It can be really really challenging. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it in baby steps. Try trusting it in a low or medium stakes situation and watch what happens. And then you, you'll you just get better and better. I'm sure you see this um, as you're working with people through this. Yeah. Um, a great way to begin kind of speaking up and adding to the conversation is to ask questions. It expresses your interest and shows your engagement uh, without having to interject all of your opinions and beliefs yet. You know, that that takes another level of confidence. And then, you know, the next level is being able to disagree with people and stand firm in what you believe. So it it's a great way to start is just making your presence known by asking questions and you still get to sit back and listen and uh, listening is such an important part of being a leader that yeah that's huge (laughs) absolutely one thing i would love to hear about is what is your favorite part about working with people or what is your favorite thing to witness unfolding as you move through this journey with someone and help her get in touch with this wisdom and help her share what's on her mind with the world. I love when she begins to recognize that all of the answers that she's seeking outside of herself are actually within herself. Um, And that's when true empowerment arises and she feels 
free to be exactly who she is at any given moment, you know, because that can change and flow and we evolve through life and that's okay. That is absolutely perfect and beautiful. Um, so I love when she's ready to put herself out there and, and start being more of who she is and whether that's, you know, releasing her creative work or leading workshops or speaking up in meetings, um, it kind of trickles out and ripples out into all the areas of her life. And you see this light that's always been there really ignite and radiate outward. And that just is so beautiful to watch. I am grinning from ear to ear hearing you say this. I have this vision that keeps coming to me about the future. And I think maybe it's just something that I really want to happen, but it's also something I believe will happen. But all of us women are going on this journey. We're all trying in some ways to find our voices and find our power. And I just have this image of like it all of a sudden tips in one direction. And like as a collective force of women, there's now enough energy there and enough forward movement that there's like this macro shift that we can feel happening. I think about it in the professional world, but that's not the only place where it would happen. It would happen everywhere. And so everything you said really rings true for me. Oh, yes, yes. I think we're all feeling that in the world, this um, rise of the feminine. And it's really just bringing balance. No, we're all still human beings at the core of all of this. And our souls don't have any gender attached to it. From you know my belief, I think as souls, we're just this light and bringing that to the forefront more and more and realizing that we need all of the aspects of ourselves to bring to bring that balance is is really becoming so clear. Yeah, and permission to be wherever on the spectrum of masculinity and femininity feels right for us. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And at any given moment, it, just expressing whatever is true to us in that moment and allowing that energy to rise up in whatever form it takes. Mm -hmm. The professional world does not yet understand the power of women, in my opinion, and I am just waiting <laughs> to see what happens and how things change when that is truly internalized on a macro level. Because right now, the archetypes for leadership are extremely masculine, and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's so much untapped goodness when you diversify what that looks like. Yes. I think we are in deep need of this quiet leadership. And to me, that means first listening deeply, giving, creating space for others' voices to be heard. And that's a very feminine thing. I see it um, as, you know, leaning back, listening, receiving all of all of what other voices have to offer. And then from that quiet place of stillness, breaking the silence and bringing forth what you 
see and hear and even underneath the words and listening to what's unsaid. And that, that silence, that quiet stillness has such power to it because you're not screaming at, at people trying to get them to think the same way or believe the same things. You're really stepping back, listening, and coming from that place. And that's really powerful. A hundred percent. And I hope that that is a relief to women who are ambitious and who want to be leaders and who want to really make their mark in some way or another, that if you're if you don't look like the stereotypical leader and you don't fit into that one mold, that really has no bearing on what you can do. And in fact, you probably have so many unique talents because of who you are and how you are that it could be working in your favor and you're just not seeing it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Leadership does not have to look a certain way or um, be expressed a certain way. It comes from that inner authority and being really strong in your center and present with your intuition and, and who you are. So it, yeah, it doesn't have to look a certain way. I struggled with that myself, being that quiet person who really loved deeply listening to people and observing, but then recognizing that I have so much to offer, that it's my responsibility to come out of that silence and bring everything that I have witnessed, observed, heard, because that has a lot of value. I deeply relate to that also. On that note, I think this is a good place to go into the listener question if you're ready for it. Sure. Okay, great. I'll ask you the question and then I'll give you the floor. So the question is, I'm a quiet person by nature, but the professional environment I am in is causing me to go inwards even more. I'm so aware of how different I am compared to everyone else, and it's hard for me to feel free being myself. I love my work so much, but I'm overthinking things and keeping quiet when I shouldn't be. I'm good at what I do but I'm worried that if I don't become more visible, that will go unnoticed. How can I remind myself and prod myself to come out of my shell over time without feeling inauthentic? Sincerely, Corporate Wallflower. Yeah, I, I first want to acknowledge you for seeing this power within yourself and knowing that it's there and knowing that you want to bring it out. And I want you to know that you're not alone in wanting to kind of pull back and hide at the same time. You know, there, there's that resistance of wanting to liberate your voice and then wanting to pull back and hide and curl up in the corner <laughs> and not be seen or heard. So you are not alone and it's okay to feel that way. And next I would ask you to really lean into what it is that makes you different. Now, I, I hear you say that you're so aware of how different you are, and it's hard to really be free, you know, freely, all of you. And I'm hearing that comparison, you know, wanting to compare yourself to others. But that true power comes from leaning into what makes you unique and living into that and embracing it and knowing that that is exactly what we need. That is exactly 
what makes you the right person for whatever it is that you're feeling called towards. So get really clear on that. What does make you unique? What what is that that makes you stand out, that makes you different, that is making you doubt yourself? Because a lot of times it is that that thing that is so beautiful and powerful, but we see it as a weakness or as something that makes us less than. So to go a little bit deeper with this, I invite you to ask the people who are really close to you, you know, what is something that makes me unique? What makes me stand out in your mind? Um, what are my gifts as you see them? And you know, ask maybe 10 people and find that common thread. See what people have to say. And it's, yeah, it's a little bit scary to ask for compliments as we have to then receive them. And there's a lot of power in allowing yourself to receive that and, and graciously accept it and know that they are speaking from their hearts. And then seeing, seeing that common thread can help you begin to own it and be like, you know what? Yeah, that is who I am. That is something that brings out my light and that shows like this is this is what I have to offer the world and this is beautiful and then from there begin shining that light a little bit you know really lean into those things and it doesn't have to start as some big huge leap you know these can these can be small steps as you know as small as just sharing more about who you are with people and casual conversation or asking questions in you know a group meeting and little by little shining that uniqueness you'll begin to see that that's when you feel most liberated and most alive is when you're allowed when you allow yourself and give yourself permission to express that outwardly rather than holding it in and hiding it cuz your gifts in a way, they don't belong to you. They are meant to be shared and they are meant to be shown out into the world so that others can uh, receive the blessings that they bring. And so to hold on to that can be so painful. I know that. If you can just release your grip a little bit at a time, you'll see the world completely open up to you because that is those gifts were given to you because you're the exact person to really bring them to life and bring them out in the world. So we need you. So please lean into that beautiful uniqueness and little by little, allow us to see more of you and feel more of you. Thank you so much for answering that question. I am very, very touched by what you just said. And I, I think every single person can take something away from that. So thank you. You're so welcome. So we're getting towards the end. I have a couple more closing questions to ask you. This is one that I ask everyone. It'll be particularly interesting to hear what you have to say, but this show is called The Art of Speaking Up. So I always like to ask people what that means to them and why they think it's important. And it's central to what you do and what you care about. So I'll just throw it to you to share anything that you want to share about speaking up? Our voice is the bridge that connects our soul and our inner 
world to the outside world and to really liberate your voice and allow it to be expressed freely in the world is a gift to all that hear you and see you and feel you. That is the gift that you bring. And that takes so many different forms. The voice can take many different forms throughout life um, and for different people. And adding your unique light and bringing your unique essence to whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, it's truly a gift. You're enhancing the experience for everyone there. You are there for a purpose. And if you can recognize that and trust that, it becomes so much easier to offer more and more of who you are and what you stand for and the gifts that you bring. Um, offering that to the world creates that ripple effect of light and love and we need you. <laughs> so it, it's so important to, to embrace that and trust that your perspective is just as important as anyone else's and you bring something unique and that's exactly what the world needs. Yes. And if someone's listening to this, remember, it's easy to forget this. You were hired for the position. You were chosen for the job. You are the one that was given the space. So you do belong there. That's evidence of everything Lainey just said. You were chosen to be there and you're being paid to be there and you're valued. So just go back to that and remember that. Yes. Yes. The last part of the interview is just a chance for you to share any message that you think is important. I started this show so that I could reach women who are going through some of the tough things that I went through and so I could touch them and make them feel better and happier and make things better for everyone. I wanted to give you the floor and give you the chance to do that and share whatever's on your mind or on your heart. I know the pain of holding it all in and hiding the truest parts of yourself and being afraid to really shine your light and be everything that you are and liberate everything that lives inside of you because you know how powerful it is. Whether you think you do or not, you can sense that power and it can be terrifying. You know, to, to feel all that's inside of you, all of that potential, all of those seeds that are just waiting to blossom and not knowing how to unleash it in the world, not knowing how to set it free and, and feel safe in doing so. And I, I want you to imagine what it would be like to die with your music still inside of you, to go through life without really embracing all that you are and sharing that with the world. There is such beauty in this messy process of becoming more and more of who we are. That can be such a scary thing. You know, often we think, 
we have to become someone else in order to be successful or in order to be a leader. But in the end, it's really more about being more and more of who we really are. And that is sometimes the scariest thing. It's vulnerable. It's exposing. And it's not always easy. But is it easier to remain in hiding? Is it easier to hold in the truth of who you are and what you really have to offer the world? Is it easier to hold back and form yourself into something that you're not? It's worth it to give yourself the gift of sharing your authentic voice with the world because that's exactly what we need. And we want to see you. We want to feel you. We want to hear all that you are and all of the love that you hold in your heart. And it's safe to do that. Thank you so much, Lainey. I enjoyed everything that you said and I related deeply to so much of it. And I think that it will touch a lot of people and make a lot of people feel good and give them some room to accept themselves a little bit more than wherever they're at right now. Mm, That is my intention and my hope. So thank you for asking such powerful questions. This, This was a beautiful conversation and I'm grateful to you for opening up this space for women to to recognize that they're not alone and they have amazing gifts to offer and yes the world needs you (laughs) thank you so much for listening to my conversation with Lainey I'm going to put her contact information in the show notes in case you want to get in touch with her her website is laineycrawford.com thank you for listening we are getting pretty close to the end of season one we're not quite there yet but we're almost there and if you've been listening all along thank you i hope that you're enjoying the content and if there are topics that you would like to see or feedback that you have maybe there are things that you'd like to hear more of or less of on the show i would love to hear from you you can reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is the name of the show. It's just at The Art of Speaking Up. You can also email me, Jessica, at theartofspeakingup.com. And you can also send in questions to be answered on the show. I love hearing what's been difficult for you at work. You're always anonymous. And I love trying to find someone who can give a really interesting answer to your question and maybe share a perspective that you haven't heard yet. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. It makes my day when you do. Thank you so much for listening. Have an incredible day and I'll catch you next week. Bye.